Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you in this podcast about men and tears. Let me start this way. I imagine you, like me, watch the events of George H.W. Bush's funeral, that beautiful week of all the proceedings in Houston and D.C., all the funerals, all the speeches, all the well-crafted movements and and military lore. Uh, It was beautiful. It was inspiring. It was patriotic. I hope you had a chance to dive into it. Well, one of the things that happened is that at the National Cathedral Ceremony for George H.W. Bush, George W. Bush gave a speech. And towards the end of that speech, he broke down in tears and couldn't speak for a few moments. Now, to me, it seems perfectly normal that a son would weep at his father's funeral, especially a son who was as close to his father uh, as George W. Bush was. But when this was reported in the press, it was reported as an oddity. It was reported as a weirdness. Uh, and, and sometimes when it was reported or the film clip was shown on in social media, the rest of the speech wasn't shown just the moment that he broke down. Now, I know some people were reporting that because it was sweet and tender to them, but still our culture treats a moment like that as though it's an oddity, as though it's a weirdness. How strange this guy's crying at his father's funeral, and it sends a certain message about manhood. I'll come back to that. During that week, we also heard from a lot of historians and people who knew George H.W. Bush, uh, 41 as we call him in D.C. and in politics and shorthand, because uh, he, he was the 41st president. And... Uh, it, people began to say and began to recount the fact that he used to over-rehearse his speeches because he was an emotional man and he didn't want to break down in tears when he was making a speech. So uh, uh, speech coaches would uh, would recommend this kind of thing to some people, but but in his case, he, he over overdid it. <laughs> he would rehearse his speeches uh, almost too much. What he was trying to do is drain out the emotion. He was trying to make it a bit by rote. And as a result, he could give that speech then in kind of an even unemotional tone. Well, those of you who are older re- will remember that George H.W. Bush was actually criticized for not being emotional enough. Uh, the Berlin Wall would come down or, or some hero would die in, a, in, a, in, a, in an American war or combat, and, and he wouldn't have any emotion. And the reason was not that he did didn't feel it, but that he had drained the emotion out of his speech by over-rehearsing. He didn't want to cry. He didn't want to break down. He didn't want to show emotion. Now, both of these episodes send, I believe, a really negative signal and, and communicate a negative truth about manhood. It comes down to us from our Depression era, World War II era ancestors. It filters through the boomers, um, and it takes residence in our souls. And what it does is it says that men shouldn't show tenderness and certainly not tears publicly. It's okay, apparently, for men to show anger. It's okay, apparently, for men to be, you know, rowdy and drunken and irresponsible and, you know, laughing uproariously and being rude in that sense in public. But somehow when men show tears, um, it's it's treated like an oddity. It's treated like a wart on somebody's nose. It's treated as a, as a strange thing and probably a sign of weakness, maybe even mental weakness. I remember when John Boehner was Speaker of the House, and he wept at almost everything, and some of the people around me said, that guy's got problems. Man, he's weird. Now, I don't know Mr. Boehner. He may, he may be weird for all I know, but the fact that he cried in public, 
It does not mean he's weird or weak or mentally unbalanced. It, it just means that he felt things deeply. Now, here's what I want to say about this. Your goal as a man is not to be shut down emotionally, and it is wrong to say that a man shouldn't show tears in public. Your goal as a man is to feel every emotion, is to feel all of it, but to temper how you express it based on the context, based on the moment. You don't want to stuff it. You don't want to shove it down deep. That's what men have done that's caused great trouble. They've stuffed their emotions. They felt grief for their departed father, and they, they believed this lie that men shouldn't show tears, so they got strong for the women around them. They got strong for their mother, and they got strong for their kids, and they stuffed their emotions, and it does damage. I'll talk about that in a minute. What a man wants to do is show and exp- feel and show all of his emotions, uh, almost all of them, uh, but, but not stuff it and not drink it, hold it back in reserve permanently because this causes damage. You want your emotions to be expressible but tempered by the good of those around you. What do I mean by that? I can, have, I can feel sadness, uh, maybe even go to my uh, private place and, and weep over somebody I've lost or something that's tender to me. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm going to treat my wife rudely or drink or eat myself to death or drug myself up or be insulting to people. Uh, I, can, I can be feeling good one day about myself and be excited about some things that have happened and be feeling bold and you know, brassy. Uh, but that doesn't mean I have to hurt people or smack people around or speak ill of people or, or be irresponsible. You feel that kind of passionate pride, but it's tempered by manners and the good of others. Um, you feel all kinds of emotions. That's perfectly fine. And yes, you feel sadness and tears are fine. Tears are appropriate. Let me tell you one of the reasons that this is important. It's not just because uh, a man wants to be fully alive and he wants to communicate fully. And, And by the way, when you are more engaged emotionally, when your emotions are fully expressible, though tempered by manners, um, people can connect to you better. You're more engaging. You're of greater influence. But also, you don't want to stuff your emotions for this reason. There's a thing called the negative active past. It's the past that is affecting you, though you don't necessarily know it. And when you are stuffing your emotions, uh, you are just putting into your soul ticking time bombs for down the road. If I never acknowledge that I'm sad, if I never acknowledge there's something to grieve, if, if I never give time to that, well, I'm just stuffing into a room in my soul uh, a lot of darkness and depression that I never allow myself to feel or think about or process, and I can suddenly be bedeviled by, uh, haunted by, damaged by uh, sadness that just washes over me almost irrationally and at, at moments that are surprising because I didn't allow myself to process it when it was, when it was appropriate. Um, that's why a man should allow himself to weep. Now, I'm not saying you want to weep all the time, every time you open your mouth or let every single sad thought send you into tears in public. Um, that's going to affect you a little bit the way that people, John Boehner affected some folks negatively. But you want to feel it. You want to allow yourself tears. Imagine what our society is saying to a George W. Bush who weeps during his father's funeral, one of the saddest times in a man's life. And, and yet the society says, wow, a man's crying. How strange. We've got to change that model. You want to allow yourself time to feel what you feel. Now, 
this is two, I'm saying two things at once. One is you want to allow yourself the freedom to express your emotions publicly as appropriate, as tempered by manners. You want to allow yourself to say, to weep, uh, to express, to feel uh, what you feel. That's part of being a normal human being. It's wrong for anyone to be told you got to pack away the majority of who you are. However, you don't want to fully express everything publicly. You've got to have a governor on your words. You've got to have a governor on your emotions. But again, that doesn't mean we don't let you feel them. What you have to do as a man is find some private time, find some time alone, or find some time with the people that you trust, and let your emotions flow as you need to. When my father died, I wept. I wept openly. I wept with my children and my wife. I wept with my friends. Um, of course, my father died. He died in uh, not horribly tragic circumstances, but a, but a, but a quick, uh, sudden way at an older age where I didn't have ch- time to say goodbye or, 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 or to you know, do, do any final business. We, we, were, we kept pretty short accounts, but still, um, it was sad to me. It was tragic. I was losing a father who'd been in my life every day that I had been alive from that moment on, um, from the beginning on. And so you want to weep, you want to talk, you want to you process it a bit. You want to have that band of brothers who are holding you up during that time. Sometimes I feel sad. Sometimes something moves me on television. Sometimes I grieve that my mother died early and tragically. Uh, sometimes, um, you know, I, I, I grieve things that happen in the world. Um, you want to feel these things. You want to allow yourself to feel these things. You don't want to be a highly emotional adolescent at the age of 40 um, but or even at the age of 20. But you, you do want to allow yourself to feel. So defy the lie that men shouldn't weep. Defy the lie that men shouldn't feel emotions. But at the same time, defy the lie that the only kind of emotions that are appropriate are anger or joyous you know, sports uh, rowdiness in the stands, that that's all a man can feel. A man should, be allow, should allow himself to feel everything. It'll make you more engaging. It'll make you more whole. Um, it'll allow you to interact with your world in a real and vital way. It'll make you more compassionate. It'll make you a better leader. It'll allow people to connect with you. Um, my daughter, who lives in New York, uh, hadn't seen me cry in a long time. And when we had dinner around the time of my father's funeral, and I wept at that dinner, I mean, I didn't plan it. It just came out as I was talking about it. Uh, she said later, I felt much closer to you, Dad. I just hadn't seen you cry in a long time. Now, my daughter and I are very close. Um, but this this allowed her some some texture, some some Velcro, some connecting point, a landing spot, whatever analogy you want to use. So you want to allow your emotions to be felt and in a sense, vented appropriately, as tempered, again, by your social context. Uh, you want to allow that because it's right for you, because it's the, an appropriate, true, authentic thing you're feeling, and you want to honor that. You also want to do it so you don't stuff it and set ticking time bombs in your soul. You want to do it uh, because, frankly, feeling those emotions often honors people in your life. My father dies, I weep. How weird that I would go through it all robotically. Um, how dishonoring to him. Uh, you want to do it so you're more compassionate with other people. Uh, you, you, you want to allow it because it's what it means to be human. And we men, when we are full men, 
when we are great men, when we are complete men, we are fully orbed human beings. In fact, I would suggest a great man uh, is not more stoic, is not less emotional, is not less engaging. He's more engaging. He, you want to connect with him um, because he's real and he's authentic and he's vital and he's alive and he's feeling everything. Now, again, all of this has to be tempered by what's mannerly. Uh, I don't just, you know, go in church and weep out loud over something private and disrupt the whole thing. I don't do it when I'm trying to lead people, et cetera, when I'm supposed to be making a speech about something serious. Um, but I allow myself to feel everything. I get help from my friends. I, I, I'm i fully alive. You can even tell by the way I talk and the way I do this podcast that my, my emotions are not right near the surface and unwhole and, and toxic, but my emotions are alive and and I want, to be, want them to be more so. And I, I think I'm better able to connect with you when I feel everything that I'm, I'm made to feel, but just handle it well. It wouldn't be right in this podcast, for example, if I just wept the whole time so you could barely understand me. But it's perfectly fine for me to feel the emotion of what I'm talking about and to speak out of that emotion. That's what it means to be whole. That's what it means to be authentic. That's what it means to be a man. So I want you to examine, especially over this holiday season we're heading into, I want you to examine uh, what it is you've been told about your emotions. What are the lessons that have come down to you? What's been encouraged? What's been discouraged? What's been said to you? And if nothing has been said to you, if you've not received any coaching about this, then let this podcast be the start of it. Think about uh, how you handle your emotions. Uh, Think about what you do. You know, sometimes I'm watching a football game and you can tell some guy who's a talented athlete has never been taught to hold his emotions in check. And he acts like a child on the field. It's ridiculous. Well, somebody should have told him that you want to feel everything and you want to process it all and feel it fully in private. But that doesn't mean you have to express it all right there. And then there are times to express things. I like it when men have tears of joy or tears of sadness or, or tears of, uh, of great sentiment. It's, it's, it's the way we're made to be. Don't stuff your emotions. Just process them and express them appropriately. Because this is part of the art of being a great man. To join the great man community, or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.